the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know a place where we can go. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs, a local community faith program from 100.7. The Word. We're going down to the river, down to the river, down to the This is Haim Goldman, the Watchman, and you're listening to Crosswalk on the Salem Radio Network from our studios in Colorado Springs, Colorado. On 100.7 FM, The Word. So happy to have you joining us on this Monday afternoon because today we are talking about life. And specifically, the Colorado Life Initiative. And my guests this hour are Faye Barnhart and Christine Curl, who are the co-proponent and a task force member, respectively, on this wonderful ballot initiative that you probably haven't heard about yet. <laughs> and that's what we're doing. We are introducing it today. Um, the What this movement is about is protecting the life of every child in Colorado from conception. And so if you're interested in protecting life, you're interested in children, you're interested especially as a Christian in, in having the, the negative and the great negative aspects of abortion uh, no longer part of our life here in Colorado. We want you to stick around for this hour because we have to admit, my brothers and sisters, that we have not done a good job protecting life in this country and in this state. In fact, you may not know this, but Legal abortion, or at least decriminalized abortion, started in Colorado. It didn't start in New York, which a lot of people think. It started in Colorado with the decriminalization of abortion in uh, rape and incest matters under a Republican governor here a long time ago, um, many years before Roe versus Wade. And so we have some responsibility here, I would say, for introducing this to the country, and we have a responsibility for seeing it end. And we know that there have been uh, many uh, who have suggested different solutions along the way. There, There is everything from, you know, completely banning it all the way up to different heartbeat bills and different uh, times of, uh, you know, of the baby's development. But what does God think? We are on the word FM. We are on crosswalk. What does God think about this situation? What does he think? Is he pleased with how we've handled things? Is he pleased that over, you know, 50 years, we really had a Holocaust? And as a Jew, I can use that term, not with a capital H, but in a literal sense. If we think about it, we call the Holocaust and all those who died in it, six million Jews, as well as many, many others from different backgrounds. But we're up to 65 million over the past 50 years, babies killed in this country. There are currently every month 
approximately 1,000 babies in Colorado being aborted. What is the church's response? What has it been up until now? And what I like about this Colorado Life Initiative, and we're going to be getting into the whys and the wherefores and, you know, how did it come about and, and who are these women who are behind it and, and the men and the women and many people who are behind it. We're going to be learning about the initiative, what it says, and how you can get involved. Because in November of 2024, end of October, beginning of November in 2024, you will have an opportunity to vote for whether you believe that a child in Colorado, starting from conception, should be protected by all of the laws that protect you as a living human being. Because a baby, a child in the womb is a living human being. So I want to welcome on the program first Faye Barnhart, who is a co-proponent of the Colorado Life Initiative, and also Christine Curl, who is a task force member. Ladies, welcome to Crosswalk. Thank you. Thank you, Hiam. So first, quick bios, and then and then we'll get into their stories. Faye Barnhart uh, has been a woman's advocate since the late 80s. She raised her children as a single mother, and over the years she has helped countless women victimized by sexual assault, partner violence, abortion, and through overwhelming challenges while pregnant. And she is one of the two co-proponents who got this to the point where they are now taking ballot signatures to place this on the ballot. Christine Curl, 37 years ago, made the decision for life in keeping her baby Uh, And she's been involved in the pro-life movement ever since. Professionally, she's a real estate agent, but more importantly, a grandmother of three uh, and is now, as I said, a task force member of the Colorado Life Initiative. Faye Barnhart, we will start with you. Um, Let's start with the spiritual aspect. How do we come to a place in the United States of America um, where life seems to be losing to a culture of death. What is going on in our country and on our state where so many people say they support abortion instead of the protection of children? Well, it comes back to believing God in his word. It comes back to taking God literally that he means what he says. And God very clearly says, thou shalt not kill. We're we're not supposed to take the lives of innocent people. And that's just very basic to being human beings very basic to a civilized society. And so God very clearly tells us, rescue those who are perishing and save those who are being dragged off to slaughter. And I think we've lost that. We've forgotten that. And we need to come back to the truth. We've been on this slippery slope for so long. We've forgotten what's right. And we need to raise that banner of truth and say, this is what what is right. And God's law is natural law. And our laws need to agree with him. Amen. So how did you get to give a little bit of your background, but let's get some of your backstory of how you are in this life movement and such now an active member leading a whole statewide initiative in Colorado for life? Well, really, it's motivated by love. Um, I've spent many years helping women, walking along some, uh, alongside women who have been sexually assaulted and experienced violence and 
try to overcome the trauma of abortion and then also facing overwhelming challenges while pregnant, as you mentioned. And I have watched women in this struggle and I have watched what the choices that women have made and the outcomes in their lives and what that has created for them. And so in 2021, my co-proponent and I started praying on a weekly basis over this and over our state. And um, the Lord has just put on our hearts that, you know, it's wonderful. I, I loved the moments when a mother chose her child and chose to love her child. And it was just fantastic um, to watch that baby being born and bringing such delight and being a blessing in her life. And that's something that really all mothers um, need to be protected and all children deserve to have a birthday. And and so as we began to pray and, and read scripture together, the Lord just put this on our heart that um, the church needs to be mobilized. We need to speak the truth. And and at that point, what we vote is a natural outcome of the repentance on our hearts. Wow, that's that's wonderful. Christine, what we're going to get in the next segment, we're going to get more deeply into your story and your backstory. But in about a minute we have left, why did you choose to become involved with the Colorado Life Initiative? Why are you a task force member? Well, because I had been involved uh, for many years in the pro-life movement and just seeing that we were just not being able to pass any laws that were protecting these beautiful, innocent babies. Uh, so when I came across um, this group and their premise of Scripture and standing on God's truth and God's Word and not compromising, not just uh, saying, let's not abort after a heartbeat, let's not uh, kill a baby after 22 weeks. Uh, it, it made perfect sense. We have got to protect these babies, but just as much we have to protect these mothers from from standing on the, that, that moment of truth of to keep that baby or not. Well, thank you. When we return, we're going to be learning about Christine's backstory 37 years ago when she was faced with the choice of life. You're listening to Crosswalk on the Salem Radio Network. We'll be right back with Faye Barnhart and Christine Curl talking about the Colorado Night Life Initiative. Thank you for spending this hour with us. We'll be right back. Crosswalk, Colorado Springs on 100.7. The word. Welcome back to Crosswalk on the Salem Radio Network. I'm Chaim Goldman, the Watchman, and we're continuing to discuss the Colorado Life Initiative here on The Word 100.7 FM. And we have as our guest for the whole hour the co-proponent of the Colorado Life Initiative, Faye Barnhart, and task force member, Christine Curl. Christine, now it's time to hear your backstory. You know, it's fascinating whenever people get involved in anything, there's always a backstory. There's, yeah. a, there's always something that something hit you in your life that had you wake up and set you on a course. And here, 37 years later after this happened, here you are as a task force member, uh, as, a, as a proponent, as, a, as someone advancing life here in Colorado. Take us back to this moment in your life when you had to make a choice. So I, at 22 years old, I've graduated from college. I'm on a great career path. And I am pregnant now, unmarried. This was clearly unplanned. This was not my 
idea of uh, the way God's plan was supposed to be playing out in my life, but it was a choice clearly that I had made. Uh, And so uh, at that time, uh, this was back in the 80s, I had heard about this Planned Parenthood, a place where you could go to get the pregnancy test, uh, went there two days, came back, received the news, yes, you're pregnant, and I immediately burst into tears. Because this was, uh, for the the good Catholic girl uh, and my pride and having to face my parents, my pastor, my community, I I just thought, oh my gosh, I I can't believe I am in this situation. Well, the the Planned Parenthood Parenthood worker, her name was Kelly, I'll never forget her name, her face— could see clearly I I was just distraught uh, because I had burst into tears, and she knew, she could tell this was not planned. And so she offered me uh, a solution. You can get an abortion, and then you can get on with your life, were her words uh, that I will never forget. Uh, And yet I realized That was clearly not something I could do because in my Catholic youth group, um, in my teens, I had seen a slide about this new law that had passed in the country, Roe versus Wade, that allows women to take the life of their children in the womb. And I thought, at that time, this is uh, barbaric. How, How can we be allowing this? And the slide showed the adult index finger, and laying next to it was was the arm complete with a beautiful little hand of an aborted child. And this image came instantly into my uh, mind as Kelly is telling me that I can have this option of an abortion to get on with my life. And I told her, I absolutely cannot do that. I, I I saw that little one, uh, that aborted child, ended up saving my child because uh, I did not have an abortion. I did have that child. Uh, I did end up getting married. I um, realized uh, what a blessing she was because uh, that marriage was very difficult, and uh, it didn't last uh, very long. Uh, but I had my, my little baby. She she saved my life. She saved me getting through that period of my life uh, and now has um, given me three beautiful grandchildren. And it was the moment that I held her first child, my grandson, that I realized God's plan in all of this. Life is to go on. Life from one generation to the next generation, and I would have completely stopped that generation because I was never able to have another child. Uh, I can, and so with this understanding of what my life could have been like had I uh, aborted my child, had I never been able to have a child, I would have never experienced this. And so I am deeply connected to the women who stand at the edge of that cliff having to make that choice, because it is real. Uh, The prospects are daunting of going ahead and carrying that baby, but but it can be done. There are beautiful resources that so many women don't know about. There are pregnancy centers that offer beautiful options, whether it's adoption or 
being able to support that mother in her pregnancy uh, because the reality of, of the effect of abortion on women who feel like that is their only choice, it, it's devastating. Uh, and Faye will go into some of those uh, facts. Oh, yeah, and so we've been brought to a place where abortion is uh, a woman's health issue. It's a choice. There's all these... Uh, phrases that are thrown around, but we never talk about any downside to the abortion. Even the fact that a bi- that a child has lost its life, like it's almost like we can't even talk about that. But that's the obvious. What are the real impacts of abortion on our society, men, women, children, and and overall the human race? Well, the harm obviously starts with the child, a living human being, and taking the life of a child doesn't help anyone. It harms women. Women increase their risk of psychological difficulties actually following. 81% of women following that experience have psychological issues, including rage, depression, anxiety, and even suicidal tendencies. The men involved also suffer, and and they're given no voice for that suffering. Men have an innate sense that they need to protect children and the women and children in their lives, and they're unable to do that. And then we also, all of this affects, obviously, the church and the community and our world at large because we have people who are not here we have whole generations now of people who are not here that God has sent to the world to be a blessing to us. And we've rejected his blessing and it's painful. And that pain for women, a, a miscarriage is, is very painful for any woman. And then you add to that the elective aspect and that pain, emotional, psychological, mental anguish compounds over time. And so many women are suffering silently and and it, it's just it's a pain that um, just doesn't even need to be there. We we need to support women. We need to support mothers. We need to support children. We need to welcome these children into the world. What about from the man's standpoint? We've men have really been marginalized in this situation with abortion. Even though I'm I'm quite certain, even just from the basic biology that I have, that men are somehow involved. In, in the children uh, being alive, that the woman being impregnated, and yet men are told, stay out of this. This isn't something for you. What do you have to say to the men out there? Well, and you, and you mentioned about this being a Holocaust, and, and that's very true. This particular Holocaust targets women, silences men, kills children, and then tells the church we're irrelevant to say anything about it. And men are harmed and men do have have pain from this, whereas mothers it can experience a lot of physical problems following, like not being able to have another child or infection or death or shock or hemorrhaging. And, and all of that are possible physical risks and the emotional risks. Infertility. Infertility, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a man may not be as physically involved um, I've heard men talk about how afterwards they're just depressed and they don't know why or they're anxious. Um, so, so men suffer as well, and and definitely, um, it definitely affects men as well. 
Okay, and we'll, we'll get into that in the next segment when we talk about things that you can do to protect life here in Colorado. Uh, the website for the organization for the movement of the Colorado Life Initiative is gotaheart.org, gotaheart.org. And so we want you to go on there and, and check things out, but, but not yet. You can do that at the end of the show. When we come back, we're going to be conti- continue talking about the Colorado Life Initiative with Faye Barnhart and Christine Curl. You want to protect life in here in Colorado? Here's your opportunity. Stick around. We'll be right back on Crosswalk on 100.7 FM, The Word. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs on 100.7, The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk on 100.7 FM, The Word. I'm Chaim Goldman, The Watchman, and we're continuing to discuss the Colorado Life Initiative with co-proponent Faye Barnhart and task force member Christine Curl. And what this is, is an initiative. Uh, They're getting signatures for it now to place it on the Colorado statewide ballot in 2024. And this is a do no harm bill. This is to protect uh, all children from conception uh, as a full human being in the state. So, Before we get into the initiative itself, you know, people can get involved with with the movement. But what are ways that we could have already been and should now immediately be helping to promote life, the cause of life in Colorado? Well, within your own congregation, you can walk alongside a woman who's experiencing overwhelming challenges while pregnant and help meet those individual needs. You can also refer to a pregnancy care center, but don't just hand a woman off. Surround her with love, provide a baby shower, um, really be there for her. That's what most women need. If if a woman knows that someone's going to walk alongside her, she's most apt to carry. Also, if any man in her life says that he supports her and the pregnancy, she is much more likely to carry. So a pastor, a deacon, a cousin, an uncle, anybody can say to a woman who's expecting, you know, I support you and I support this pregnancy. And then on the side of women who have had to make that agonizing choice of having an abortion, there's some beautiful healing resources. I mean, we can start with our own pastors in our churches, speaking to them there. Uh, There's Rachel's Vineyard is one of the programs that's available uh, to help minister um, for that post-abortive healing. And please hear that word. There is forgiveness in this. That guilt, that shame, that comes from evil itself. The Lord wants to heal you of this suffering, um, and he can do it, as only the Lord can do it. For And I also want to make sure women know that with these chemical abortions that have been allowed, which are we call it the abortion pill, know that if once you've taken that pill, within the next 20 to 40, 24 to 48 hours, you can reverse that abortion with what's called the abortion reversal pill which our state is also trying to ban. Uh, and, and it is simply a progesterone pill, uh, which the baby needs to live. So uh, please, please know that. And you can just Google that uh, abortion reversal pill, and you will find the resources currently for that. 
Um, so part of the battle is empowering women to know what their choices really are, because the other side wants you to think that abortion is your only option. Uh, so back to yeah, women. Um, yeah, absolutely. And also prayer. Prayer is huge. This is a spiritual battle. We have to win this on our knees before we win it on our feet. And so praying over our state, praying repentance for ourselves and our congregations and our state is very, very important. And then also educating, just letting people know. Most people don't know that a baby can feel pain by seven weeks of life. Most people don't know that a baby's heartbeat begins at 21 days, that we can actually register brain waves at six weeks, that these little babies, even before fetal development, have faces and arms and legs and fingers and toes. By the time a baby enters fetal development, um, we're looking at basically a newborn child that's just very small. And so... Um, it, just educating people and letting people know. And there's res- there are resources on our website to help educate. There are handouts. There are video links that can help uh, all sorts of information, what no one told us. Yeah, and that website is gotaheart.org, gotaheart.org for all the information about this. Well, what are we're going to get into the Life Initiative now. What are some of the major points of the initiative that you're now getting signatures for? Right now you're working through church networks and others to go out in order to get this on the ballot. Uh, As a summary, what are things that people should know about it? Because it took a long time for you to put this together. (laughs) There's quite a history to it. And there were some, you know, people talking about it in different ways, but we want to present the actual initiative that people would go, that they would read it, that they would see what it says, what it doesn't say, <laughs> and what it says. Share with us, what what should people know? Yes, so it actually defines a living human child from the moment human life biologically begins at conception and through every stage of biological development. And then the lawful protection is that a living human child must not be intentionally dismembered, mutilated, poisoned, scalded, starved, etc. In other words, a living human child may not be intentionally harmed or intentionally caused to die. So anything that would cause disability or intentional death for this child is part of this lawful protection. That's what the initiative actually says. And all of those things that you just read are currently legal in the state of Colorado. That's correct. That's correct. Um, right now, a child can be dismembered, mutilated, poisoned, scalded, starved, stabbed, given toxic injections known to cause death. Um, we actually had a, uh, in, in my county, um, we actually had where an ex-boyfriend came with a pistol and, and shot the child still in the mother's womb. And there was nothing that district attorney could do uh, that, that was obviously premeditated and intentional, but the, but that child in the state of Colorado has no rights currently, and so, so the, this would so change the mother that. the mother there was a crime against the mother, but not against the baby. That's correct. So think about that, folks. That you can shoot a baby in the womb, but because of how it's currently defined and what you're allowed to do to that child, that the DA couldn't prosecute that as seeking to harm the child. That's how, when we go down this road, how crazy it gets. So, That's what are, correct. so what are some of the what are some other points in the in the initiative? 
So this initiative is written to actually educate every voter in the state of Colorado. It is written so that when it goes in the blue book, it actually talks about fetal development. It talks about our 14th Amendment right as it relates to our posterity, which is our children. We were the posterity at the time that the Constitution was written. And the same rights that are guaranteed to us are actually guaranteed to our children. According to the Constitution of the United States, it it is already basically illegal to kill these children. And so all we're doing is applying the U.S. Constitution to our state to protect these children. When you were trying to, to word this, tell us a little bit about the process that you went through in order to get this so that you can go take signatures on the ballot. It's quite a process, isn't it? So it's not something you can just throw out there, right? Every, every word was crafted here. Absolutely. This has been a two-year process. We have spoken with a U.S. Supreme Court attorney, with Colorado attorneys, with women's advocates, with doctors, with people basically from all walks of life. A lot of input. A lot of input and a lot of prayer. And we have really sought the Lord on this and looked at Scripture because we needed something that that God would bless, a law that is just and equal that God can bless. And... People might say, and I know this is a big topic, we have about a minute left in this segment, people would say, not politically expedient, you know, not the right state, not the right time, not the, how do you respond to those people? It is the perfect state and the perfect time. This is exactly the time for this. And Colorado is the perfect place, having been on the forefront of legalizing, taking the lives of children. We can be on the forefront of stopping children from being harmed. We know more so we can do better. And so this is the time. Today is the day of salvation. And this is the time. And and God has given us a mandate to do the right thing. Christine, real quick. And it is our Christian duty to be involved as a citizen in our community to make sure that God's laws are being enacted and protected. Well, when we return on Crosswalk, we're going to be continuing talking about the Colorado Life Initiative and in our final segment, how you can get involved with the Colorado Life Initiative. So many things to do over the next year. Stick around, get active, protect life. You're listening to Crosswalk. We'll be right back. Crosswalk, Colorado Springs on 100.7. The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk on the Salem Radio Network. You're listening to The Word, 100.7 FM in Colorado Springs. I'm Chaim Goldman, the Watchman, and we're continuing to discuss the Colorado Life Initiative with Faye Barnhart and Christine Curl, who uh, Faye is a co-proponent, was instrumental in getting the initiative to where it is right now. Christine is one of the task force members in order to uh, help carry it through over the next year. What this ballot uh, initiative would do if voted in would uh, effectively ban abortion in the state of Colorado by protecting all children from conception. So, Faye, as you've been going on this, you know, this long road to get here, where now you're taking signatures to get it on the ballot, what will it take to get this on the Colorado statewide 2024 ballot? And what will it take for this to be voted into law here in the state? 
So this takes all of us, all of us doing our part. It's based on the Nehemiah approach of doing what's right in front of you. So we're trying to build a wall of protection for these mothers and children through our congregations and through our churches. And this is a grassroots movement. And so we have regional teams all across the state with these petitions. If your church has not heard about this or you've not heard about this, you can go to our website at gotaheart.org. You can contact us and we will make sure to get petitions for you. We are asking every church across the state to carry at least 25 petitions. Each petition has room for just 40 signatures. Everybody knows 40 people. So if you can just carry one petition, and get 40 signatures from your friends, your family, your events, your church. We can get this on the ballot. We need 125,000 signatures, and then we need only 20% more churchgoers to vote for life for this to pass. Just 20% more churchgoers for this to pass. Because 50% of the voters, plus one, (laughs) would make it law in the state of Colorado no need for the legislature? Correct. No need for the governor's signature? Correct. We the, just need We the people. people. Yeah, one signature, one vote. That's all we're asking. Okay. And so, and you are asking as these petitions are going out, that if you would get a hold of a petition and just find 40 people that you know, you got to know 40 people, uh, and get their signatures, that, that's what you're asking everybody to do. Yes, yes. It takes all of us. We can do this. Okay. And then 125,000 validated signatures uh, will have this placed on the ballot so the people get to vote. Christine, you had something? The key is they do need to be a registered voter in the state of Colorado, and they need to... Oh, goodness. In order to sign the petition. Right. That's in order to, to sign the petition. That That is correct. Okay. So what are some other ways that people can get involved with your, uh, apart from signing it themselves, what are other ways that people can get involved to help this? Because it really is, you are running it as a grassroots movement, not not as some kind of slick political campaign. Absolutely. We're just normal people and everyone involved. We're just normal people doing our part, building this protection in front of us talking to people so talk to everyone around you you can give as well to help information like this get out to people but just help educate the people around you and of course pray 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 we need the lord we need his blessing we need him to move in people's hearts and minds and so that people will know the truth and the truth will set them free and so pray, educate, mobilize, that, that's your tagline. But drilling down into that, talk about the church networks that are so crucial that you've been building or at least over the past year and are continuing to build now. Why is that so important? Well, it's through God's church. The church is the only one that has, has the promise that the gates of hell shall not prevail. And so it is God's people. God has asked us if my people are called by not my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I'll forgive their sin and I will heal their land. So it is really up to us, God's people, the churchgoers that God is calling to repent, to turn, to turn from what we're doing and to do what's right and protect these children. And this life initiative protects children from intentional mutilation 
mutilation and death beginning at conception until adulthood. And this is this is what we can do to sign petitions, circulate petitions, pray for these efforts, tell other people about it. We have over 250 churches involved right now, more than 2,000 volunteers, and, and we need more. We need everybody to join arms in solidarity for the protection of these children and their mothers. And so if you want to get your church involved on the website, you can be the person who brings this into the church. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gotaheart.org. Okay. And one of the other uh, big pieces that really attracted me to this is the education piece. And it's wonderful if we can begin with our pastor speaking from the pulpit about this issue of life and protecting every human life. I mean, my goodness, we talk about the Ten Commandments and thou shalt not kill. And yet we're not just shouting from the rooftops that 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 this word abortion that has has been hidden to be a little bit unemotional has inside of it these very words that uh, Faye has described in the petition that this is scalding, burning, poisoning, dismembering. This is what abortion is. It's an intentional killing of a uh, a child, a preborn human being. Um, that's one of the the words that has really been. Uh, used to cover up what is really happening here. And the other part of it is what they haven't told us about abortion. The deaths of women, uh, already the, the, the psychological effects for women, the fact that many women after an abortion are not able to have children anymore, and, and they live with that. Um, another part of uh, education is these abortion procedures. And the reason I say that is because a dear friend of mine, after seeing the educational leaflet we put into our church bulletin, uh, said, oh my gosh, I've called myself pro-life, but I guess I never realized how they did this. And so this is uh, so important in the education that, that, that the scales fall off our eyes. The veil is removed about the truth that lies behind this industry, and that is killing children for profit. That is the evil of evils in this. Um, so that education piece, get your pastor involved, educate through these uh, flyers that the Colorado Life Initiative has on the gotaheart.org, uh, beautifully done scripture verses that, that stand behind these truths that we're speaking about. Well, this is definitely a moral issue. This is this is a moral issue. This is the moral issue of our day. And these innocent children, uh, we are told by God that we're to stand up. He cares about the fatherless, and he, he cares about the innocent, and he cares about children. And he tells us to be a voice for the voiceless. And so it really is not an option for the believer. So pray. Uh, so. Faye, as we finish this segment, and we've been talking about the Colorado Life Initiative. And if you didn't know about it before... You know about it now, and and go on gotaheart.org uh, and find out more, and please get involved. Uh, Faye, in our last minute, would you please pray for us, as that, as that I, <laughs> I know is your number one strategy. Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord. You are such a good God, and you are the creator of all life, and we love you, Lord, and thank you for our lives, Lord. 
Thank you, God, that you give life and you give life abundantly and your grace is bigger than any sin that we could commit, Heavenly Father. Lord, your grace is so large that we can repent of what we've done, Lord. Please heal our hearts and heal our minds. Lord, you say that we're to take all thoughts captive to you and that you will give us a renewed mind and that you will replace our hearts of stone with hearts of flesh. And I pray that, Lord, for the women and men across the state, Lord, I pray for protection over these children, Lord. I pray, Father, that you will you will close these uh, places of death and Lord that uh, you would work a mighty way in the hearts and minds of people across the state we repent father we're sorry for what we've done Lord help us to repent and show your penance in Jesus name amen 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 well you've been listening to crosswalk on 100.7 FM the word as we've been talking about the Colorado life initiative Faye and Christine thank you for being on crosswalk today you're Thank you so welcome. much. So go on org for more information and to get involved. I'm Chaim Goldman, the Watchman, and you've been listening to Crosswalk on the Salem Radio Network. You can listen to our podcast on the wordfm1007.com. Now, get out there, my brothers and sisters, and make an impact for the kingdom for life for such a time as this. The Word. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.